There are people and things that deserve to be a priority in our lives because they add value. They bring fulfillment or they're just simply important. Then there are things that take from us. They leave us depleted. They put us in compromising situations or under compromising circumstances. And one of life's most important lessons is keeping the main thing the main thing. When we let people and things that are harmful to us become the main thing, life is going to hurt. And when we forget to make God the ultimate priority, and I don't mean by what we say, but I'm talking about how we get down on a regular basis, how we live, then our focus is unclear. So today, stay with me as we talk about the topic, am I your priority? Coming up next on The Trifling Ones. Our text for today is going to come from Psalm 30, verses 1 through 3. That's Psalm 30, verses 1 through 3. I am reading from the NIV version, and it says, I will exalt you, O Lord, for you lifted me out of the depths and did not let my enemies gloat over me. Verse 2, O Lord, my God, I called to you for help and you healed me. O Lord, you brought me up from the grave. You spared me from going down into the pit. This text that was just read was written by King David. And there are two things that I want us to take a look at as we assess whether God is our number one priority. And the first point is we must personally lift him above everything. We must personally lift him above everything. The very first portion of that text in Psalm 30, verse 1 says, I will exalt you, O Lord. And O Lord, uh, the word Lord is written in all caps. And when you see the word Lord in all caps, it's referring to what is called the Tetragrammaton. It differentiates from other names of God, such as Elohim. And so when we read that, that first verse, it says, I will exalt or lift up, hold up, Yehovah. Yehovah being the self-existent, the eternal God. And so I'm not telling you what you need to do. It's something that, yeah, you should do. But this is about my own personal need to place him above everything else. So many people struggle with personal accountability and personal responsibility, but this text says, I will exalt, I, meaning first person singular pronoun, which means that one is speaking about oneself, not pointing the finger at anybody else, but rather accepting that this means me. There are so many other things that could occupy my mind my focus, my time, my resources, but I will lift him up. The King James Version uses the word extol uh, instead of exalt, and that means to praise enthusiastically. Now, we often get it twisted when we talk about praise and when we're associating things with praise because we often think about it being something that we do with our lips, and yes, 
we can praise with our lips and with our tongue. And we think about it something that we, we do when we do quote-unquote praise dancing. And yes, you can praise him through dance. But what we got to recognize is that the ultimate form of praise is what we do with our lives. We can open our mouths and, and say we praise him and we can and do a quote-unquote praise dance that's supposed to be dedicated to him. But when he is the single most important part of our lives, when we lift him up above our wants, our desires, our anger, our whatever, well, then that's when we truly praise him. Where does God rank? as it relates to your priorities? Does he take precedence over your loved ones, your money, your, your personal desires, your ego, your weaknesses, your, your addictions, your fears? Is there anything in your life, meaning the way you think, the way you live, the way that you treat others, the way that you respond to situations that prove that that thing is more important or has been lifted above God? Because we're referring to Jehovah, he deserves to be lifted up just, just because he is. But David, the writer of this text, expresses sentiments that, that take things a step further. He, he, he lets us know that this thing is even beyond the fact that he's just God. And so we must personally lift him above everything. But the second point is he has persistently lifted us above experiences. He has persistently lifted us above experiences. When we take a look at verses one through three again, it says, I will exalt you, O Lord. Here it is. For you lifted me out of the depths and did not let my enemies gloat over me. Verse two says, O Lord, my God, I called to you for help and you healed me. Verse 3 says, O Lord, and here it is, you brought me up from the grave. You spared me from going down into the pit. So I personally lift you up because you, you lifted me up out of the depths. You, you lifted me out of impending danger. You lifted me above the circumstances that would allow my enemies to gloat. You lifted me above my own failures and bad decisions. You lifted me above my embarrassment and my pain. That's what verse one is saying. Verse two says, I called out to you and you healed me, not just physically, but you healed my broken heart. You healed my bruised self-esteem. You healed my broken spirit. You healed my sinful nature. You healed my addictive tendencies. You healed my negative mindset. I called to you for help and you healed me. Verse 3 says, you brought me up from the grave. You spared me from going down into the pit. I personally lift you up because there were situations that I thought was going to take my life, but you brought me up. David could have been taken out by the giant Goliath. He, he was a man of war and had entered many battles, yet he didn't die by any man's sword. If you've lived long enough, there have been situations that you thought were going to take you out, but he lifted you up above that experience. 
And so God is asking, am I your priority? I am Jehovah. And therefore, I deserve to be lifted up above everything else just simply for that reason. But if that isn't enough, then remember that he has persistently lifted us above our experiences. He's been faithful. Question is, have you? And so today, God is asking, he's asking, am I your priority? Heavenly Father, we come before you this day to say thank you for all that you've done for us. We recognize that there have been times when there are other things that became more important to us. If we would just simply tell the truth, there have been other people that mattered more than you did. Situations and things that took up our thoughts more than you did, took up our devotion more than you did, took up our time more than you did, took up our resources more than you did. And for that, we say that we're sorry. We've decided that we're going to be accountable and responsible personally for lifting you up every chance that we can so that you become the overriding priority in our lives. We do that because you are Jehovah, because you are God, the eternal self-existent God. But beyond that, we acknowledge and we recognize that you have lifted us up above all of our experiences. And for that, we say thank you. We're asking right now that you would watch over our families, watch over uh, any things that we may have concerns about. We are asking that you would have your way in our lives. All of these things we ask in your son and our savior, Jesus Christ's name we pray. And all of the trifling ones said, amen. Thank you.